for the most part, we found that the tenants were really respectful and actually respected us for communicating the way we did with them. I thought that was really interesting, valuable kind of lesson that we learned. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today, man? I am doing excellent today. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing great. Absolutely. Looking forward to... Uh, uh, I guess we're not going to view any fireworks, but maybe light some off ourselves. We got some Fourth uh, of July. We're getting together. We're going uh, hanging out with some friends uh, at uh, probably probably doing some water skiing, and it's going to be a nice hot weekend. So we're going to have some fun, enjoy ourselves, and maybe light off some boomsticks. Nice. What about you? Uh, just uh, stick around the house, do some grilling. Yeah, yeah, be low key. Yeah. Are there any local like communities doing fireworks? You know, I guess I'm not quite sure in the probably Twin not. Cities uh, metro area. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I mean, we're actually ever... going to Wisconsin and fairly rural Wisconsin, and they've got nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing around there. So I don't know. I don't know if there's, uh, I wonder what other states are like. Uh, obviously, Minnesota, Wisconsin, probably, uh, probably not much. I don't know what other states are like if they're, if they're doing it or not. Anyways, um, so we wanted to talk about rent, lease renewals, evictions, um, kind of what's going on because the kind of eviction moratorium is coming off in a lot of states. Fannie Freddie. Uh, so if you have one of those loans in your multifamily, you can't evict and that's coming off. That That's still a little ways out, but it, uh, we basically have less than a month for that. So courts are starting to open up. Some states they've already opened. Um, so we want to talk about that. We want to talk about lease renewals and uh, kind of check in on that, on that uh, front. Yep. And the, we want to know essentially how are we going to handle this? Uh, because uh, there's definitely going to be an increase in evictions that are uh, necessitated uh, from, you know, non-payment or rent and such. Yep. You know, for, for, for me, it's been good. Uh, we don't have a lot of tenants that haven't paid the rent out of our entire portfolio. I know of six total that are more than 30 days in arrears. Um, so it's, that's, it's really good. It's really low. Uh, I would say in a normal month, we're probably typically have, you know, three or so. So, so even because you know, it started like March, you know, so even from then all the way to now, we don't have a lot. So that, that's first and foremost, I think that's really good. Tenants have been paying. They've been responsible. Um, I think the government money that's came has helped. Uh, so, and, and our communication, I think, has helped a lot too. But we will have a few. And it has been difficult because there's a few tenants that we've had that are not only are they not paying rent, but they're kind of disruptive tenants. And as, it's not out of, the, out of the tenants that I haven't paid. It's actually two, um, one in particular, very disruptive. And we want to get them out of the property. We've offered to, you know, 
give them some incentives, I guess, to move. Um, but that hasn't, that hasn't done anything. So, so now we have to wait till likely wait till the court date, um, to get them out. So frustrating as a landlord, but nothing we can do. We're kind of sitting here in that spot. And when that comes, we have to decide how many tenants do we want to evict? How many tenants don't we? I think as a, as a owner of properties for me, we've talked with our managers about how we want to handle the situation. We're doing our best to evict as few people as possible. So one of the things we've talked about is working out payment plans. We've been very proactive with our tenants that are behind working out payment plans. We've been very proactive uh, communicating with them. We are looking at different ways potentially, and we haven't decided yet because if you offer it to one tenant, you kind of have to offer it to all tenants. So we're looking at different ways of maybe doing some forgiveness of previous you know, rents, if they can pay an amount, a specific amount. So we're just looking, toying around with some ideas there to be able to potentially not evict the tenants. Again, I'm not sure if we're going to do something like that because, you know, we've got, like I said, two in particular, one for sure that we do want to evict because they haven't paid rent for several months, but also because they're a disruptive tenant. So now if we offer that, and they, they take that, now they're still in our property. So that's a, that's a big thing that you got to go, oh, is it worth it? Do I do that? If we offer it now and somebody defaults and doesn't pay their rent you know, two months from now, are we going to be legally obligated to offer whatever we offered, you know, two months ago? Again, so we got to be careful with that and, you know, talking with your attorneys and make sure you're doing things that are, you know, the right way, of course, we don't want to get ourselves into a bad situation. Yep. I think you really highlight a key difference there between uh, good tenants that have been communicating well and trying to work with you and then have just been struggling uh, because of COVID or the shutdowns, uh, but still want to rent from you and, and do their best versus bad tenants who are disruptive. You know, maybe they've got pre-existing problems that happened before COVID-19 and they're just getting a, essentially a free pass that you would have evicted them for non-COVID related reasons if you could have already. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And, and that's a key difference. The issue, it, unfortunately, we can't just go, hey, we like you, you're a good tenant, we wanna work with you. And hey, you know, you're a terrible tenant, we're not gonna work with you. You know, unfortunately, we can't just do that. Well, we can, but you know, it's not above board. And so we're not going to. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to try to work with our residents. I think that's really important. I mean, this is a relationship business, like any business. We want to make sure that people that are paying us good money, um, you know, can stay. And if they had some financial hard times, we want to try to work with them. The other thing that want to talk about too is is uh this was interesting and uh somebody posted recently about their experience and, and i thought well this is was my exact same experience so here here's what happened covid happened right and we all went hold stop no more no more capital improvements we're going to stop our renovations we don't want to continue with those because you know we don't know what's going on so we stopped all our renovations. The renovations that we were in the middle of, we, we finished, but we didn't, no more started new renovations. Maintenance people, 
don't do anything unless it's like a hundred percent necessary. Look, like we're, we're, we're keeping the, you know, if, if it was like, we would normally replace it, but we can get by fixing it. We're going to fix it. If it was, Hey, we're going to fix this, but we can get by with maybe not fixing it. And it's not going to, you know, damage the property or people. Uh, we Let's just wait. Right. So we like, ah, we're going to stop all that. We went, Oh my gosh, we're never going to be able to raise rents on our tenants or anytime soon. We got to stop these renovations because people aren't going to want a newly renovated unit. They're going to want the unit that wasn't renovated. Well, that was just our assumptions. We're finding out through communication with our tenants that that's not the case. They want the newly renovated unit. And I think part of it is, yeah, they did get the government money. Maybe a lot of them kept their jobs, but they're sitting at home and they're looking at the ugly walls or looking at the ugly carpet. They're looking at the ugly you know, whatever. And they know there's a nicely newly renovated unit for only 75 or a hundred dollars, $150, whatever it is more expensive that they could move into and they could enjoy actually be around. And so we've had a lot of tenants that have said they're willing to pay more rent for the nicer unit. Um, we've had a ton of movements. I mean, a ton of movements. It's unreal. And we've even raised we've raised rents and, and we're not just raising them just for the sake of raising them. We're raising rents on tenants that are below market value, but we're raising them strategically. And one thing we've done though is we've had conversations with the tenants. So my property managers have had conversations with the tenants. Hey, look, your rent is $150 below market value or whatever it is. We're going to have to raise your rent we're going to give you two months notice, but we're going to have to raise your rent. And here's what we're thinking of raising it up to. And we've had conversations with those tenants to understand, you know, where they at. And some of them have said, well, no, we can't afford that. And say, okay, well, we understand that. Look, we respect you as a tenant and we want you to stay. You know, what can you afford? What, what can we bring the rent up to? Or do we have to wait for a few more months? And so we've worked with the tenants on a case-by-case -case basis, but it's all been about communication. And we've been able to raise rent substantially on a large number of tenants, but we did it respectfully, right? And we wanted to make sure that everybody's okay. I think that's important. I think that was a valuable lesson for me. Even, even when times are like good, like these tenants, some of them just don't, they can't afford that rent to be raised right now but they're okay with you raising rents, but maybe they can't quite go that high. Some of them, oh, well, look, don't, can you just wait for like two more months and then we're, let's do it. So the communication of that was really valuable. Now, some people are just going to be unreasonable, um, but for the most part, we found that the tenants were really respectful and actually respected us for communicating the way we did with them. I thought that was really interesting, valuable kind of lesson that we learned um, that normally we wouldn't have done it, uh, unless it was COVID and probably something we're going to carry forward now um, beyond is to have that just clear communication with people when they're going to raise their rents instead of just raising it. Yeah, I mean, our tenants are human beings. They're our customers and treat them with respect and they'll you know tend to reciprocate that back. Yeah, well, I mean, most of them, right? That's most of them. <laughs> well, there's always a few, but that's, that's the case for anything, right? So, 
yeah, definitely. I, I think that's valuable. And, and this has been a different, uh, obviously experience, a lot of, a lot of lessons being learned, but I, I just think that assumption that we took, uh, it was like, wow, we don't have to, we can actually communicate, like communicate. Let's find out what our tenants are really wanting before we just have this knee jerk reaction that we think, Oh, we have to do this. Mm-hmm. Do we really? Yeah, I think when you're working with your tenants and uh, and you're being open and honest with them, they're you're going to prevent uh, potential evictions. Uh, you know, so when this moratorium lifts, you're not going to have to just evict half your tenants uh, willy nilly. You, you're just you, know, you work with the people who want to be worked with, and uh, the people who are not working with you, uh, then then you can go ahead and move uh, towards the eviction process. Yep. Yep. And it's funny, you know, tenant relations are, are, are they're the same as any other, right? You, you've got to communicate, you've got to provide information, you've got to communicate, you've got to educate, you've got to over, you know, over explain things, that type of stuff to your tenants. You can't expect them to be any different than anybody else. I mean, when we're talking with investors, when we're talking with brokers, when we're talking with anybody, the more communication, the more open dialogue you have, the, the better you explain things, the more you educate them, the better results you're going to get. And it goes with, with your tenants, with your brokers, with your investors, doesn't matter who it is. It's all the same. And that's where you get results. It's that communication. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Good communication. Cool. Well, that, uh, that's all I got to cover short and sweet. Uh, you have anything else, Matt? Nope. Not today. Okay, man. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Make every day Saturday. Thanks, you too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, Give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, And also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.